Hey, what's going on? Um, I just want to uh, introduce this uh, new podcast I'm working on. Um, a basic synopsis of what I'm trying to do is just to journey through a life of addiction and to showcase how idolatry has affected my life in so many aspects and I think a lot of people uh, also have dealt with this but did not know exactly what was going on. Um, My initial uh, introduction to the word came from um, a a biblical reference. Um, I'm not going to try to quote the Bible and I don't want to, you know, mess it up or whatever, but I know that basically it was saying, you know, worshiping an idol God or anything that you allow to consume um, all of your being and to the point that um, it has, you give more power to it than yourself. And I think we in this day and time have made idols of a lot of things. I actually think that that's what the I and the iPhone stands for. I think the whole wave of this I-ism has been the downfall to a lot of what the we should have been. Um, I see how it's affecting my family. I see how it's affecting my relationships with everybody that I say that I love. Um, So through the next couple of days, weeks, so whenever I feel like um, showcasing or journaling an entry, it's going to be based on just day-to-day things and how addiction and worship um, is taking over my situation. Um, my name is Jeray Darden, and my goal is to use this as therapy. Um, I'm suffering from depression. I'm suffering from stress. I am suffering from addiction. I'm suffering from idolatry in more than one way. And I know that I'm not the only person out there in the world, and I don't proclaim to be, and I don't think that um, I'm totally, I take that back. I do feel like I'm totally gone right now. I know that I've had low points, and, you know, in the moment when things happen, you start thinking, oh, I'm at the lowest of a low. But, like, lately it just seems like it's been different. I'm getting older. Um, I'm a father. And trying to make the relationship better with the father I have, uh, one thing I want you to understand is that my father was not an absent father. He was there. My mother and father were married. I came up in a household with uh, three siblings. Um, I'm the middle of two boys, and my sister is the oldest of us all. So it's one boy, I mean, two, three boys and one girl. Um, we came up in a pretty decent household. And um, it's odd because I was having this conversation with one of my customers. I'm also a barber. And we were speaking about um, there was a new album coming out. And in the trail of the album, one thing the guy said was he was like, when I came up, I used to think it was just my family that was fucked up. And when I got older, I realized 
it's not just my family. You know, everybody fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody family fucked up. And your whole goal is to not, is once you have kids, is to try to fuck them up less than you were. And there's no other, there's no other way I feel like I could explain it more than through a lot of the idols of the world that we, we tend to devote our being to in reference to those who are right there in our presence. Um, my brother and I, uh, my oldest brother and I, we uh, converse probably more so vocally um, through than my other siblings and I. We we talk a lot, and what um, one thing that he has a habit of doing is recording the conversations, and some of the conversations get so deep to the point I'm like man yo we sh- you know we should make this a podcast you know what I'm saying and um because this is something that I do that I listen to to go to bed at night I listen to podcasts because I want to hear somebody talking and I get tired of listening to my own thoughts because a part of my depression is trying to block some of those thoughts out um I say all that to say you know, me trying to find my relationship back with my father is more so to help me understand myself. Because though my father was present, it was it wasn't a lot of conversation we had. And so, what I learned that what I did was I would take key points of life that has happened and fill them in however I wanted to. Like you know, I would say, um, you know, I am the son of you know, my father, and this is how my life went. And if if I gave that start off or that introduction to my other siblings, they would have a different fill-in point. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though we all were in the same house, we all got different experiences with the same person. Um, what's odd is, in my hometown, I'm the last, I'm the only child that's here with my father. Now, what you got to understand is I am of my father's second wife. So my father has, including me, I think that he got like eight kids. And I know he called me every day. I don't know what he if he called them. I don't you know. But at the end of the day, you know, Pop, he called me every day. And so what started to happen is, you know, as I started to realize I was depressed stressed out i'm talking to my siblings and i know two of them was dealing with blood pressure my mother died from a stroke so uh, the typical black you know <laughs> family situation in regards to health issues and so with me getting older and, wa- and wanting to be healthy and wanting to have a decent lifestyle um i you know I, I just started trying to search myself and find out things about me that i I didn't know or things that I chose to not uh, enhance, you know, my weaknesses that I wanted to make strengths. And one of those things was communicating with my father because I feel like now that my son is getting older, I'm looking at the relationship I have with him. And I'm wondering, like, how much of that is influenced by the relationship I don't have with my father. So, you know, I did it. He called me, man, and. It's like every day it's just something different. It's like, you know, I need this or, you know, this is why it's never anything good. And I started to realize that that's my entire conversation. 
I can, you know, I, everything that I converse with, converse with people about is always some negative energy. And I think people just start to look at it. And I think that that's why one of the reasons why now it hurt me so bad because everybody know my story. You know, my people I do consider close associates or decent friends, you know, the first thing they do is, you know, I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? How you feeling today? Or how was your day today? But I'm looking in their eyes and in return, where they looking at mine, I feel like they can see that I'm not well. You know, they can see it and it's starting to show. Um, never been a big dude, you know what I'm saying? And I notice, I can notice when I'm really getting down when I start losing weight. I can notice when I really get down when I start to have those alcohol-dependent weekends where, you know, the, the night is start off a certain way and I'll be consumed so much that I don't even remember the rest of the night. And in terms, is, is my relationship at home is dead. You know, we don't have... I don't know. It's like I you can't win when and when it's to the point Jerry Seinfeld said in a relationship, a bad relationship is like two magicians that know each other's tricks. You know, so it gets to the point where even if I pulled a rabbit out of hat it wouldn't be big because you already know how I did it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with my lies and my stories and my infidelities, um, is in and my alcohol addiction and my sex addiction and uh, it just it's ruined my it's it's like it's catching up to me you know for a long time I could have it and now it's like I'm just to the point where I just want to I just want to give up I, I don't feel like I'm suicidal you know what I'm saying like I don't I don't feel like I'm suicidal but I do feel like things would be better if I wasn't around you know. And um, the only thing that keep me kind of going is, like, looking at my kids sometimes. But when it feel like, you know, whatever this force is disconnecting me from them is becoming stronger, I start to feel like, well, maybe, well, what if, you know, what if, you know, I coach, you know, basketball and, you know, I coach for, what, three years. And... Every year, the first year I coached, we didn't win a game. The second year I coached, I think we won two games. The third year I coached, I had a real good squad that I feel like if I had more time with them, we could have did better. On the fourth year when I decided not to coach my son, go to the championship game, you know. And I say all that to say, like, you know, me as his coach didn't get him there. So maybe me as his father is not going to get him there. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, you know, maybe I would just put here to get him here, and that's it. Not get him there, meaning to his potential, to the place where he need to be. Maybe I am not here to get through to him because I'm damaged myself. Maybe, maybe me being around him is not going. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I think about my daughter and how she looked so much like my mother, and I how I would. I'll be so sad to see her go out the way my mother did. Uh, it'll be so sad to see her with a guy like me. But I know, I know in my heart, I didn't start out like this. I know when I initially made the vow to be in a relationship, nah, this won't me. I am not the same person I was, and it's not for the better. And I would think that in getting older, it felt like you know a Benjamin Button type thing. Like I got younger. But, and that's that's so fucked up, man. It's like a, 
you know, young going through a midlife crisis, man. But then, you know, 32, you know, technically, you know, if you live to be 60, so maybe I am in my midlife right now. I don't have, with all the potential that I know I have, I don't I don't feel like I'm utilizing a tenth of it, you know. I don't feel like uh, like I'm. I feel like what I'm, what I'm capable of doing is just like only a fraction of it being used. Excuse me. So I spend a lot of my life trying to find that one thing, that one thing, and that's that's idolatry. You know, I my idol is the one thing I want to get me to where I need to be, but I. The idols of my life takes me away from what that one thing is. And at the end of the day, it's like I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck, man. So my my prayer at night, and I don't want this to sound to come off as a religious thing because I know I'm already saying idolatry, and I know that that's normally taken from a biblical reference, but... I want to get back to, like, loving me again, man. I want to start to feel how I felt, you know, when I was happy, you know. Um, these conversations that I'll be having, they're just random. is nothing in particular. I'll touch on specific subjects at each point in time. It's just more therapeutic, man. And if, you know, for those that want to listen, it's cool. Um, stay safe. Um, love your kids, man. Love yourself.